Today, we start with a question from a reader. Here's what I came across on two online dating profiles today. We'll get along if you enjoy backpacking, craft beer, pizza, hockey, binging TV, or mindlessly browsing Reddit. Swipe right if you like long-form journalism, taking turns reading out loud, sailing, bikes, hiking, wine, espresso, and chamber music. Now, I enjoy pizza, hiking, and wine, but as someone who isn't really into backpacking, sailing, or chamber music, should I disqualify these men who may have disqualified me? My name is Evan Mark Katz, dating coach for smart, strong, successful women, and your personal trainer for love. Welcome to the Love You podcast. Keep listening to learn whether common interests are important. When we're done, I'll let you know how you could apply to Love You to create a passionate relationship that makes you feel safe, heard, and understood. I have many thoughts about this question, and in episode 233, if you're keeping track at home, uh, episode of this Love You podcast was called you're dating completely wrong according to science. I cited a study out of Northwestern University illustrating that the very things that attract you to someone have zero correlation to whether you're gonna be a long-term successful couple. But since that podcast didn't go viral, there are millions of people who are still operating under the illusion that hobbies equal compatibility. So let's dive into that theory and dissect it for a moment if we can. It's just a profile. When people are writing it and thinking about what makes them unique or what makes them interesting, hobbies are just a really common go-to. Factor in that if you're single, hobbies take up a lot more of your time than they do when you're married. And well, it's kind of predictable that most people's profiles will read as a laundry list of things that they like to do. The issue is that you are not what you like to do and telling me what you like to do may make me feel an affinity towards you, an attraction, if you will, but it won't tell me anything about how you're going to treat me as a partner. Common interests are familiar and therefore attractive, but it says nothing about the relationship. The guy who likes chamber music wants to convey that he's sophisticated, but if he's also condescending, who cares if he's sophisticated? The guy who likes backpacking is down to earth and outdoorsy, but if he can't hold down a job, what difference does it make? Right? So we put a lot of energy into similarity and we don't spend any time thinking of compatibility. Real compatibility is not common interest. So we don't have to judge people who put lists in their profiles. It's normal. What we have to stop doing is giving so much credit to people who like the same shit as we do. Granted, in a short profile, it's a place to start a conversation. Something's better than nothing, but it doesn't have any real world currency. I never write profiles that are filled with lists. I never write profiles that are built on hobbies. And I know that's a really counterintuitive way to market yourself, but it's also the best way. So, is the guy who has a laundry list of hobbies eliminating you if you don't share his hobbies? Absolutely not. Presuming he's not a narcissistic sociopath who actually thinks you have to have the same hobbies. Have you ever met a man? And again, this is, I should not ask a question where I don't know the answer, but have you ever met a man who excluded a woman because she wasn't into fantasy football? I haven't, <laughs> but I have met a woman who excluded a man because he didn't ski. Absolutely. I've had a lot of clients do stuff like that. I always use skiing as my go-to example. Now, in my client's defense, she spent way too much time skiing to the point that 99% of men would not share her passion, right? 
which only left her with less than 1% of men to date, and that's before we factor in any other characteristics besides skiing. Height, weight, age, education, income, kindness, consistency, communication, character. But at least it's the 1% of people who likes to ski that much. So if you're the person who's obsessed with a hobby, you're not listening to me telling you you need to quit your hobby to find love. I'm telling you the same thing that I tell you in all these Love You podcasts. There's an internal consistency to them. Everything in moderation. Working a 40-hour week is good. Working an 80-hour week is inevitably going to hurt your relationship, even if you're doing it for the right reasons because you're onto something big and you want to support your family. That much time spent at work is going to have a downstream effect on those around you. Going on a few ski trips a year allows you to date lots of people, including non-skiers. Going skiing out of town 16 weeks each winter eliminates everybody who doesn't do the exact same thing. In other words, the person with the hobbies is the person who needs to look in the mirror. The person with the hobbies who thinks their partner should take up their hobbies right, to be able to join them and is disappointed that the partner doesn't want to do the exact same things, you got it all backwards. If anything, the person with the intense passions is lucky that anybody puts up with them. Sorry. The guy who runs ultra marathons, sorry. You're lucky if anybody puts up with you waking up at five in the morning and going to bed at eight at night. The woman who's got five dogs, the guy who works all weekend, the woman who travels half the year for her work, you're entitled to live your life as you see fit. But in truth, the highest quality partners want someone who's more flexible, someone who's more available, someone who doesn't see themselves as a sun and expect everybody to be a planet revolving around them. Healthy couples, and I should know, I'm part of one of them, I help other people find this. Healthy couples respect each other's differences without really trying too hard to change them. My sister is cool with her husband playing video games while she reads a book. My mother is cool with her partner doing stand-up comedy while my mom paints. My wife is cool with me coaching my son's baseball team while she sleeps. We don't need to love the same things. We need to love each other and provide enough time outside of our hobbies to nurture our relationship. I strongly suggest you do the same. And finally, if you're struggling with your online dating profile and you don't want it to sound like a laundry list of adjectives and activities like everybody else, and you want to attract the highest quality men online, go to www.e-cyrano.com, ecyrano.com, where my team of writers will write you a 99th percentile quality online dating profile. Right? That is unlike anything you've ever seen before. We specialize in long form profiles, match.com, OkCupid, that you can then choose to repurpose for a two, three line you know, dating app bio. But you, we write you the long form version and then you could you know, play with it as you see fit. Click on the uh, link in the show notes to check it out and tune in again next week. Thank you so much. My name is Evan Mark Katz. Thank you for tuning into the Love You podcast. If you enjoy this podcast, please share an honest review on Apple. More reviews equals more awareness of the Love You podcast and more love in the world. And if you have everything except a man and you want to have a happy, healthy relationship, 
I can help you. In Love You, you will gain confidence, learn to trust your judgment, and find a man who makes you feel safe, heard, and understood. Go to www.evanmarkkatz.com and click to watch my free video. When you're done, you could apply to Love You to join hundreds of other smart, strong, successful women in a coaching community where women like you actually get the love you deserve. I'll see you there.